Mm, welcome, loves, to another episode of Happy Whole Life. I I'm tuning into my heart space and I'm noticing some butterflies floating around. I feel today's episode, my heart really just wants to be open and I want to just bear it all and share what has been in my heart lately. And why don't we all just take a few collective breaths together to drop in. It's my invitation for you to allow this episode to be an invitation to deepen into your own heart. And with that, Go ahead and take a deep breath in through your nose. On your exhale, maybe let out a sigh. Just one more breath together, breathing all the way into your belly. On your exhale, sigh it out, letting go. So the reason I'm feeling some butterflies is because some part of my soul is feeling very exposed lately in my self-expression and in my evolution, in my soul deepening. If you hadn't seen yet, if you haven't heard, I decided that I wanted to burn my Instagram to the ground to start over on an entirely new page. And we're in the process of moving from at Michelle Etchison to at Happy Ho Life. And I've been riding the waves of grief and also riding the waves of just pure fucking ecstasy, if I'm being honest. Like something about just saying like, fuck it, this is illogical. This doesn't make sense. Do I even know what I'm doing? Yes, the fuck I do know what I'm doing. And calling upon that part of me that knows the way. And feels safe and feels good to trust myself and to trust the places where my soul's inviting me to go. And I invite you, even as you're listening, to consider if you were to tune in and listen to your own voice the loudest, if you were to tune out all the noise, all the external voices, even starting to tune out that inner critic voice, the voice that might tell you tell you that well, your ideas aren't good enough or you're not really going to make it or what you have to say isn't important. Whatever those inner critic voices might be, if you can, I imagine sometimes all of my inner critic voices, all of the external noise, I imagine as if all of these thoughts and noise are just like little aliens that have come into my sphere for a time. But it's almost like inviting these thoughts that are not really mine, right? They don't belong within me. They're not mine to carry. They are these lovely little aliens that have come to take a visit within my energy field. And I invite them calling upon their spaceship, inviting them to go back home. And so I invite you, if you will, to call upon the spaceship of the divine mother earth to alchemize any of these thoughts, any of these heavy feelings, any of these self-doubting, you know, spirals that your mind might go to, inviting them to board their spaceship, zoop on out to wherever they came from, because they're not yours to carry. Your truest voice, the voice of your higher self, the voice of the party that knows the fucking way, that's not their voice. Those voices of self-doubt, those voices of of insecurity or comparison, right? It's coming home to when you hear your own voice the loudest. What does that voice have to say? What does that voice want you to remember? 
what does that voice want you to carry with you as you make fucking moves in your life, in your business? And for me, that voice, when I got quiet, when I was willing to say, okay, like body, soul, and fucking listening, where would you have me go? My soul's like, burn it to the ground. Start over. Fresh, clean start. Like just let it all burn right from the ashes, like the slutty witch that you are. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's fucking go. And it's been so beautiful. And when I say that it's just been pure fucking ecstasy over on Unhappy Whole Life, what I mean by that is I didn't realize how many fucking rules I was still holding onto on my old account around content and the way I get to show up and who I get to be and how I get to show up as a business owner, as a CEO and a coach and the compartments that I was still trying to stuff myself into the boxes I was still trying to live inside because they felt comfortable and safe and uh, something about starting over on this new account and, and just like moving my energy over there just allowed me to almost see my own Instagram, see my own patterns and ways of being from this bird's eye perspective because I was no longer in it. I was over here on this new page and I wanted to speak to the you know, I also have blocks in quotation marks, these perceived blocks that I had around my own expression and my own Instagram in the event that any of you listening have similar blocks. And I'm going to walk you through the reframes that helped me to, to feel this fucking free. And I'll admit, I, I had this moment of like, oh my God, like I'm the naughty content queen, like naughty content challenge is one of my signature programs, which by the way, to celebrate the move to at happy whole life is going on flash sale. So the link for that will be in the show notes for anyone who has ever had their eye on naughty content and want to get in at the lowest price it will ever be offered again. Like, I feel like I'm doing something wild, freaky, crazy, amazing in my business right now with this flash sale. And there is actually hmm, a secret bonus as well in the realms of hmm, a happy whole life. So I will leave it at that. But anyone who joins Naughty Content Challenge during this splash sale will be gifted a very delicious bonus, hint, hint, happy whole life <laughs> within those 48 hours of the flash sale. But I was saying I had this moment when I, I felt this flicker of imposter syndrome, right? That flicker of like, who am I to be like, I'm the naughty content hoe. Like I teach people naughty content. I teach self-expression. And here I am with all of these rules that I didn't even realize were still operating within my system, within my being, within my aura, within my energy. And, and I, I had this moment of, of self-doubt and imposter syndrome, but for any of you listening who've ever felt that imposter syndrome as well, one, I will say first and foremost, that sometimes when imposter syndrome arrives, it comes with a fucking message, a soul slap of where are you maybe not operating fully in integrity with who you really are? Where are you maybe, mm, I wouldn't say being an imposter, but where are you not owning who you are or your expertise or where you're really at? So I will say that sometimes imposter syndrome, a little dose of tough love is an invitation to really look at yourself. And I've had moments like that too, where I've been like, oh, I'm an imposter. And oftentimes our, our idea is like, oh no, you're not, you're fine. But I will admit there have been some times in my journey when I did have to check in with myself and say, you know what, like something does feel off. Like I need to integrate this more before I share or 
whatever it is, or before I want to teach on this, I need to further integrate this for myself. With that said, in this particular case, so often with imposter syndrome, it's it's more about, I always come back to these questions from the dark side of the light chasers by Debbie Ford and these questions of what are you most afraid you're going to find out about yourself? What's the biggest lie you've ever told yourself? What are you most afraid other people are going to find out about you? What is the biggest lie you've ever told to someone else? Those questions, I'm paraphrasing them from from memory, but I always like to come back to those questions when I'm feeling imposter syndrome because it shows me the places where I feel like I have something to hide or that I have something to feel ashamed of. And so circling back to these content blocks that I was experiencing, one, I had this sense that I was going to scare people away if I was really true to myself and shared the things that I really wanted to share. And so in this case, it was a lot of my happy ho expression. And I think when sometimes when people hear the word happy ho, they're like, okay, so the slutty expression where you're like dancing in lingerie, right? And absolutely, that's part of my happy ho expression. But also my inner happy ho, like sometimes she like wears lingerie and sometimes she wears a potato costume (laughs) or rather she is a potato. And I felt this fear around showing these like silly, playful, like childish sides of me almost because I was like, oh, just another reason for people not to take me seriously. Just another reason for people to think I'm unprofessional or, you know, whatever the fuck professional even means, right? We get to define that for ourselves. And in my world, I am the CE fucking hoe and I get to define professionalism however the fuck I want. And guess what? My professionalism includes dancing and lingerie on the internet. It includes sharing my bloppy potato moments of self-doubt and imposter syndrome and, you know, feeling like I'm I'm lost, feeling like I'm grieving, feeling like I'm sad, happy, shiny, all the things, right? And <clears throat> oh, I can feel even my voice is like, <laughs> does anyone ever get that when you're you're about to say something or share something and you'll get like the hiccups or <laughs> or you'll have to cough or you'll sneeze or something and it's like all right throat chakra throat chakra is open throat chakra is alive but the first content block that I was experiencing to summarize was this fear of scaring people I was afraid to disappoint people shock people scare people and as a result I put this cage around my throat it's the only way I know how to describe it in this moment. I, It was like I wanted to simultaneously protect myself from getting hurt, from being judged, from being criticized, from being rejected. But I also simultaneously wanted to protect other people, that caretaker rescuer in me that's like, no, what if my expression hurts someone? I need to lock myself up because I'm dangerous. <laughs> like when it comes down to it, my first and like deepest content block that I was experiencing as the naughty content hoe that I am was I'm terrified to hurt people. I'm terrified that I'm a bad person, right? And if I come back to those questions, those Debbie Ford questions, those dark set of light chaser questions, it's what am I most afraid I'm going to find out about myself? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm afraid I'm going to find out that I'm dangerous and I'm a bad person, right? And 
what is the, what is the thing that I'm most afraid other people are going to find out about me? I'm afraid people are going to find out that I'm a fucking fraud. I'm afraid people are going to find out that I'm an imposter, that here I am teaching naughty content and self-expression. And <gasps> here I am having all these blocks and feeling not fully self-expressed myself. And this brings me to the really, really important fucking reframe for all of this, which is just because you are experiencing friction in an area in which you teach, just because you are having moments of self-doubt or wobbly moments where you feel like it's hard to trust yourself, it doesn't mean that you're not gifted and talented in those realms or that you're not allowed to teach in those things or, you know, these things. It's, of course, like I said, coming back to checking in with yourself of, is it really an integrity what you're teaching? Like, do you feel really embodied in what you're doing? Do you feel like, yes, 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 yes? And then if so, it's honoring the waves of self-doubt as they come because they it happens to all of us, right? Like, I, I don't want to be on a fucking pedestal. I don't want to be a coach where everyone is like, oh, Michelle, is she so perfect and she has it all together and everything in her world is always amazing because you know what? Sometimes, sometimes things in my world get hard too. And and that's part of the, the medicine and magic of starting this at Happy Whole Life account for me has been just feeling free to be like, yo, like, I'm having a bad day. I'm feeling depressed or I'm having a self-doubting moment or, you know, this thing that I thought was going to happen in my business, it happened a lot more slowly than I thought or whatever it might be, right? It's not being afraid to own these parts of us that we're afraid people are going to judge or criticize or be shocked or disappointed by. And second reframe to this first content block is this is your life. and. It's not your responsibility to make yourself smaller or be this agreeable, palatable version of yourself so that nobody else has to feel uncomfortable or disappointed or shocked or activated by the person that you are and your expression and what you choose to share, right? It's you show up as you are. That is first and foremost, a gift to yourself, to your own soul, to show up as you are, to speak from your heart, to say whatever it is the fuck you have to say, (laughs) I feel like fuck is my favorite word in this episode. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to scream fuck and everything is better, but it's not your responsibility to be a more palatable version of yourself. So somebody else doesn't have to feel uncomfortable. Be willing to make people uncomfortable. Certainly not on purpose, but if as a result of you being true to yourself, somebody else feels uncomfortable, then so be it. It's not your responsibility to do the emotional labor for everyone else on the fucking planet not your responsibility to rescue people. So that's content block number one in my reframe. (laughs) Oh, I feel like uh, in this moment, it feels like the voice of my womb is the voice that is speaking to all of you. It's not even, it feels like it's Michelle, but it's also just the voices of my ancestors, the voices of my guides, the voices of all the women that have come before me to just remind you that this is your life. And And sometimes when we zoom out of all of it, right, it can feel like it's just a small thing. It's like, it's Instagram, like whatever, be who you want, post what you want. Like you're just stardust in a human body, you know? Um, But there I go getting a little existential. But my second content block, if you will, perceived block that I was experiencing was worrying about metrics and numbers. And I... I've channeled a lot of medicine for myself in these realms. And if you haven't listened to a past episode where I take you on a guided meditation to to see the unseen metrics and to to witness the magnificence of your own Instagram, I highly recommend like 
fall asleep to that bad bitch. Like listen to that in your car. It is a really, really, really potent episode. Um, but with that, I was paying attention to the metrics. I was feeling frustration that my account hadn't really seen a lot of growth in, in terms of new people joining my community, which isn't true, right? It's always that back and forth of, you know, some people are leaving, some people are coming in, some people are leaving, some people are coming in and it's all beautiful, right? We all have seasons and it's all beautiful. But honestly, I felt some frustration. Like my gigantic soul in here was like, I want to be fucking seen. I want a thousand people watching my stories. I want 10,000 people in my community. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. And, and that part of my ego, right? That part of my ego that just wanted bigger numbers and also simultaneously honoring the ego voice that was in the room and honoring my projector soul that just wanted to feel seen. And I will say this with a grain of salt, that there's nothing wrong with wanting to grow and have a bigger community or be seen by more people or have more people receive your medicine, right? Because let's be honest here, your medicine, my medicine, your words, my words are a gift to fucking humanity. We are elevating the consciousness of humanity. Of course, we want more humans to experience the gift of our medicine, right? There's nothing wrong with that kind of hot arrogance of, of course, of course, I want more people to receive my medicine, but checking ourselves on what are we making the metrics mean? And I distinctly remember it was summer of 2021. I was on a trip, a vacation with my husband and his family in New York. And I was launching a program called Hot Rich Wildly Expressed. And I remember I tried really hard not to look at my story views because I would always just be like shit when I'd be like, oh my God, only blah, 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 people saw it. But I looked at my Instagram story views and I was like, oh my God, only, only, and I say that in quotation marks <laughs> for those that are listening, but only 12 people have watched my story. And I went into this total victim mode of like, only 12 people watch my story. My work doesn't matter. Nobody's going to join my program. This launch is a flop. Everything is over. And let me tell you, then I, I went on to have the biggest launch of my entire business with that program back in 2021. And it just goes to show you that sometimes it just, we just have to let go of the metrics that we can see with our eyes, right? That we can see with our egos and tune in to feel the metrics of our heart, of our soul, of the ways in which our medicine is touching people so deeply and supporting people in ways that we don't even understand that our human brain couldn't even comprehend, right? And I want to drop this in for you right now that no matter how many people are in your community or how many people watch your stories or like your post or, or whatever it is, it's I want to remind you that you are a powerful fucking force of nature. And the fact that you found the courage within yourself to say, you know what, not only am I going to listen to my own voice, but I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to share. Mm. That's so fucking courageous. Like it gives me chills to think about it. It truly gives me chills to think about the fact that you who are listening, me who is recording this episode, we're human beings on planet earth who said, yes. I'm going to raise my hand and take a risk on myself and, and say yes to this dream that I had in my heart to start a business, to, to share my voice, to create art that otherwise wouldn't exist. Like, fuck yes. Like that, that's the gift. That's, that's the divine, you know? And it's, it's like your content, your living library of medicine on Instagram. It's, it's already this divine, magical, incredible, beautiful place. And anybody else being like, Hey, I like your post. Hey, I'm going to share that is the cherry on top of something that is already so, so, so beautiful and powerful and incredible and amazing. And in the moments when 
let's say you look at your story views and you feel like you've gotten sucker punched in the gut. My invitation is to take a breath and tune into the metrics that you can't see with your eyes, the currency of love, the currency of laughter, the currency of the freedom and liberation you feel upon sharing and posting to your stories or posting you know, a screenshot of the notes section of your phone onto Instagram. So that's content block two, if you will. I've just got a few more for you. Content block number three for me was the perfectionist who is surprised. I'm not. So this is actually, this is something really important that we move with in my program, Naughty Content, which is dissolving the attachment to perfection. It is reconciling with the part of us that associates it needs to be perfect, otherwise I won't receive love or it needs to be perfect, otherwise nobody's going to buy my program or it needs to be perfect, otherwise people are going to come at me with pitchforks, right? And so when we think about this need to get it right, this need to get it perfect, this need to say it all in this one post, this need to put all the caveats and disclaimers to make sure that nobody gets offended or nobody wants to try to cancel us or whatever it is, it's coming back to... I invite you actually to, even if it feels good, to just tune into your body and and just think about how often do you start a note on your phone? If that's maybe, if you're maybe like me and I, I write all my content usually just in my phone or sometimes I take little gems from my journal entries, but you're typing on your phone and you're like, this feels like something I want to share and you're typing away and then all of a sudden, you know, you just, you leave it there. You leave it in your phone. And this is what I call the content graveyard, aka the place where all of your brilliant, beautiful ideas go to die. Because some part of you is like, oh, it's not finished. Oh, not good enough. Oh, need to like make it prettier, make it better, need to edit it for 10 hours to make sure that it's perfect. As if you're writing, you know, a paper that's going to be graded partially by a professor, or you're writing a New York Times bestselling novel that's going to be judged by all kinds of critics, or or as if you're writing to a community that hates you and it's going to come at you with pitchforks and you need to make sure that everything you say is fucking perfect otherwise some part of you is going to get hurt it's right it's like no wonder sometimes when it's like that voice comes up and we're like I don't know what to say and I don't know what to do and I don't know what to post and I feel lost it's well yeah when the stakes are that fucking high it's no wonder that protective mechanism of confusion comes in to be like no 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 we're confused we don't know what to say don't say anything (laughs) right? And it's coming home to that part of you, right? And I'm feeling it in my solar plexus right now, that part of you that does know what to say. You do know what to say. And even in the times when maybe it's genuinely true that you're like, I'm surrendering to the divine channel through me, allow me to translate for you. I'm just, I'm open. I'm open and I'm surrendered to find out what it is that I want to say, but not giving your power away, not playing the victim of I'm helpless and I don't know what to say because you are so, so, so much more capable than I know for many of us, we were ever led to believe you are so powerful. You are so capable. Your words matter. And it's my invitation to you today. My little dare in the middle of this episode is to go into the notes of your phone. Maybe you even play it like tarot cards and you just kind of scroll, scroll, scroll and just stop, stop and put your finger down your phone and, and whatever content is hiding whatever gems of wisdom are hiding in there, whatever beautiful magic medicine lives within the notes of your phone, 
you know, play tarot cards, mm-hmm, swipe, land your finger, literally whatever the fuck your finger lands on, I want you to post it. And I'm going to do the same. <laughs> and it doesn't need to have a caption. It doesn't need to make sense. Maybe you just take a hot selfie of yourself. Maybe you post a picture of nature. Maybe you post a picture of of yourself when you are feeling silly and playful. Maybe you post a reel where you're just dancing and rolling around on the floor and enjoying yourself. Whatever it is, can you post for the gift of posting? Can you share for the gift of sharing without giving a fuck about what's going to happen afterwards? Right? It's that that detachment from this needs to look a certain way or I need to reach this end result for it to have been worth it. Like even right now, of course, my mind is going to sex, but it's like if we always are like the end result of sex has to be an orgasm. Otherwise it was a waste of time. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. What about all the pleasurable, enjoyable, delicious things that happen in between? What about everything that leads up to an orgasm? And, and again, even coming back to that question of is sex really only about an orgasm? Because certainly for me in the past, that was what it was about, but it wasn't even about my orgasm. It was about his orgasm, but it's what about the delight and the enchantment and the sensation and the feeling alive? Does none of that matter if the orgasm doesn't happen? It's like, does your art not matter if 10 bajillion people don't say like, wow, that's important. Like, 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 or share, 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 share. It's again, what so many of these reframes come down to is ruthless self-love, ruthless self-approval, just loving yourself with this reckless abandon and knowing so deeply how gifted you are and carrying that with you such that you're not looking to anybody else in the room to tell you that what you're posting is enough or what that you have to say is valuable. It's, it's all you. And as I said, if, if this is resonating with you, if you're like, God, I want Instagram to be like my motherfucking playground. I want Instagram to be my kinky dungeon. I want to do and say and be whoever the fuck I want, not just online, but in my real life, right? Because our in real life matters so much. Naughty content challenge is, it is a life-changing program. And truly, I believe so fiercely in the medicine that lives within this program. And I'm so excited that I'm doing this flash sale to honestly, to fucking celebrate myself. When I really tune into why I want to do this, it's to celebrate myself. And that I just wanted to celebrate that for a moment. That feels really, feels really important. And that brings me to, I'm going to say my last content block. Maybe there's two more. <laughs> so the next content block, I believe content block number four, I feel like I've just been channeling and I'm going to be honest, I've forgotten a lot of the things that I've said. So I think we're on number four, but if you're listening and you're like, bitch, no, we're on number three, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) But content block number four was the witch wound, was the fear of being canceled, was the fear of people coming at me with pitchforks and telling me that I'm a bad person. Again, kind of related to content block number one, right? But it was this fear that if I dare to own my magic, if I dare to to live in this, this realm of hot arrogance of, I know who the fuck I am and I'm not going to apologize for it. And yeah, I'm gifted. Yeah, I have medicine. You don't like it. Let's deal with it. <laughs> Your problem, not mine. But this witch wounds. And I know for, for many of you, I've heard from many clients, many women in my community, many people in my community that whether it's you have done healing around the past life where you were a witch and you were killed for it, or you just feel this sense of uneasiness within your body of, if I own my magic, something bad is going to happen to me, right? And and whether it's people on Instagram, strangers coming at you and criticizing you, whether it's your family saying like, 
you've lost your marbles and I think we need to hold an intervention for you because you've clearly just lost your mind, right? That's honestly, it's been a fear of mine is my parents and my family thinking that I'm just like totally lost my mind and lost my marbles and, and thinking, and thinking of me in a way that I don't want them to think of me. Right. But again, it's coming down to that attempt to micromanage the way other people perceive us or however other people think of us. It's, that's not our business. That's not our responsibility. But when we think about the witch wound or this, this genuine fear, right? That if I use my voice, if I speak up, I'm going to be in danger. Like my life is going to be in danger. And, and even beyond the witch wound, even thinking of my ancestors, my lineage, my, my mom, my hamani, my grandmother, it's, they didn't have the chances that I have. They didn't have the opportunities. Who already getting emotional here? I always get emotional when I talk about Hamani because I love her so much and and her choices and and her willingness to go first open up so many opportunities for me to live freely and and fully and to to be able to even you know have a podcast. It's called Happy Ho Life, right? Um, and when when I use my voice, when I speak up, when I, I dare to be true to myself so ruthlessly, I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for them. I'm doing it for my mom. I'm saying yes to myself for every time my mom had to say no to herself when she had to, to zip up and, and be professional that she, so she could fit in and have job security and um, make a life for herself and, and make a life for, for us and, and my sister and, and our family and Every single time I dare to be true to myself and and say what it is that I really have to say and and own who I really am and, and live for myself, I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for my hamani, for all the times she had to sacrifice, make all these sacrifices, for all the times when she had to shut her mouth and just sit down and and accept what was in front of her because she didn't have another choice. And for me, when when I feel those flickers of doubt, when I feel those flickers of fear, when I feel those flickers of, well, who am I to be this bold? Who am I to live this freely? Who am I to, to get to have this luxury of expressing myself and, and being so true to myself? It's, I tune into the love and the medicine of my lineage and all the ways in which my my mom in her own way is so proud of me, my hamani, the way that she's so proud of me for, for showing up and knowing that the liberation that I experience, it's not just for me, it's it's for every single woman that walked before me as well. And when I call upon that kind of medicine, when I connect to my lineage, my ancestry in that way, when I think about all the other witches who were ever silenced, it's in in my life right here, right now, I am safe. My life is not in danger as a result of sharing my truth on the internet. And that is a gift. That is such a gift. And I don't want to take that gift for granted because, hmm, how do I want to say this? It's to live freely and bravely and fully and to be so ruthlessly true to myself is, is the way that I show my gratitude for my mom. It's the way that I show my gratitude for my hamoni and, and everything that they've done for me so that I could be this free. <sighs> and so again, with the witch wound, it's 
It's sometimes one about plugging back in to the support that is all around you. It's plugging back in, remembering the safety that is your birthright to be yourself. And this is part of the reason I'm so hyped up about the Happy Whole Life membership that I'm also launching right now. It's we're doing breath work, we're doing EFT tapping, we're doing sensual dance, ecstatic dance to cultivate this kind of safety within our bodies so that we remember, hey, I am safe to be myself. There's nothing that I have to hide. And that remembrance that when we are true to ourselves, when we oh, like dissolve this veil that so many of us wear around our voices, it's our soulmate clients. It's like that siren song gets unleashed. <laughs> it's like your throat chakra opens the siren song, just like whoosh, blares out into the universe. And it's how could how could your soulmate clients not hear that? How could they not feel it in their heart and their soul of like, oh my God, that is my next guy. That is the mentor for me. There's no question in my heart. There's medicine. Yes, yes, yes. And 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 for me, to be honest, that is my preferred method of connecting to soulmate clients. It's it's that soul connection. It's that that flicker of soulmate clients see me, they feel me, and it's like a piece of their soul awakens, alivened. It's like a piece of their expression is remembered by witnessing me and my expression. It's pieces of my story, me telling that story, allow people to, to see their own stories in different ways or, or feel seen in ways they haven't feel seen. Like that is my deepest medicine. And, and that's what I'm weaving into the naughty content flash sale, but also in happy whole life membership. And I'm tuning in if there is a content block number five that I wanted to to speak to, or if I feel complete. <sighs> Those feel like the most important things that I want to share in this moment. My heart does feel complete. And <sighs> once again, like I said, I invite you to play that, play that game. Play, play tarot cards, or if you prefer oracle cards with the note section of your phone, go through unearth something from your content graveyard let it see the light of day <laughs> let your own soul breathe <laughs> and and with that as i said the flash sale for naughty content 48 hours this program is everything that i wish that i had as i was unraveling my self-expression showing up on social media being true to myself as well as the happy whole life membership is open and for those that join for the naughty content flash, they are there for now. We'll see if I want to reveal what this bonus is, but there is a very juicy and delicious and freaky wild, amazing bonus hint, hint, happy whole life that comes with the naughty content flash. <laughs> okay. One thing I'll reveal about myself for those that are listening, you didn't see the video, but I just kind of, I just kind of winked at the <laughs> And it was very awkward. I one thing I'm afraid people will find out about me. This is a joke. I'm not actually afraid. Is that I really can't wink, y'all. <laughs> like I'm terrible at winking. It's actually quite an adorable quirk. So we'll leave it at that awkward ass wink. The podcasts are going to be available on on YouTube moving forward as well. So if you want to see me try to wink, go watch us on YouTube as well. But as always, if if there's something within these episodes that resonate with you, feel free to take a screenshot, tag me, share in your stories, tag me at Happy Ho Life, because that's where we're moving over to now. 
I always, always love to, to hear from you what medicine you've received from any of these episodes. But with all of that, take good care of yourself. I'm sending you all the love and all the fire, all the fire today. All right, loves, take good care.